Hello, and you've tuned into another segment of That Girl, Jenna Carasoa. Today is Saturday, April 23rd. Sorry, not 23rd. Oh, today is the 23rd. Sorry, I was taking notes for the 24th, but today is the 23rd, 2022. And you have tuned in again to That Girl, Jenna Carasoa. I'm doing my Saturday review, finally a movie review. I know it's. I've been promising for weeks and weeks and months that I was going to do one, but here it is finally. So I'm going to do The Lady Killers. Um, by the Coen Brothers. It's a star-studded cast, so I cannot wait to get into it with you guys. Let me get um, some notes set aside. Get ready for it. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend you watch it before you continue. If not, um, I might give a couple spoilers. And as always, I apologize in advance if I wasted your time. And right, with that, let's get into it. Okay, so I'm super excited to get into this one. This will honestly probably be a little bit of a longer podcast. I am such a huge fan of this movie. Um, I love the Coen brothers and their types of films. I've been following them, you know, for years. A huge fan of Fargo, The Big Lebowski, Oh Brother, Where Out Thou, No Country for Old Men, Burn After Reading, to list a few. A lot of their films uh, cover themes that discuss about uh, topics of the human nature or sinful nature over consumerism, materialism, pride, you know, financial gain, wealth, violence, dark humor. Um, very interesting themes. Oh, Brother, Where Out Thou is a very interesting um, story. Very interesting love story, I guess, if you could call it that. So, but also what I love about this film is the fact that it's just a star-studded cast. You have uh, Tom Hanks, Irma P. Hall, J.K. Simmons, Marlon Wayans, Ryan Hurst, Zai Ma, and some other names, um, George Wallace, George Anthony Doe. So I don't know if any of those names stand out to you for me. Definitely very, very impressive cast. Great directors or producers. And so many different themes and talking points to be had. Like I said, um, they always talk about our con- the human condition and how we tend to put greed and money in front of, you know, love and compassion and the human touch. So The Lady Killers, definitely a great movie that talks about the same reoccurring theme. You essentially have uh, a group of men professionals who are trying to acquire this great amount of wealth from um, a casino that's on a boat and just the geographic location the premise of the movie is they're trying to tunnel away to get to this money and the only way to do that is in the basement of this older black church lady's house so the main character the elite head honcho tom hanks's character you know is renting a room there and the is able to access the um, attic and has convinced this woman that they are a band performing music and yeah so that's pretty much their their cover their disguise so the next two segments I'm going to spend um, discussing each character and a character profile and how it's all very very uh, related to today's modern times and what we're seeing in our, our culture and our communities across the country and across the nation so with that, let me go ahead and um, transition you guys into this prepare you. Like I said, it's going to be a little bit of a longer stream, but once you kind of analyze each of the characters, I think you'll be able to get a better understanding of why it's 
very imperative that you check out this movie and um, yeah, see for yourself. The character that Tom Hanks portrays, PhD professor, represents elite. He convinces this woman to rent a room or allows him, she allows him to rent a room in her residence to access the basement to tunnel away to a large amount of money. He puts out an advertisement, other people respond, so that is where he gets the, the group of men that he's working with. So with him, again, Tom Hanks, he um, represents what you would consider the modern day elite high class, pulling the strings with the objective of taking money from unsuspecting people or doing things under the radar beneath the sea, you know, beneath the surface. So that's Tom Hanks's character. Um, definitely hidden in plain sight, well-spoken, well-dressed, educated, but with an interior motive. So very, very well played. Great performance. The next character is the, um, the unsuspecting older black church lady played by Irma P. Hall. She's been another one of my favorite films. I'm not sure if you've seen Collateral with Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise. Great, great, wonderful actress. Um, despite her ignorance, her character and nature is protected and the enemy is defeated. So the objective with her is uh, she's wants to, throughout the film, makes references to this Bible college. And she sends like a monthly donation of $10.00. And she's just very, very cute, God-fearing woman, does, you know, the church lady things, attend service, has like a prayer or a tea, church service with the ladies at the house. And it's very interesting to watch how she interacts with these professional criminals and manages to um, avoid disaster, to escape death, and how just through her ignorance, her innocence, and her faith, she somehow manages to um, to stay safe and protected and preserved despite all the attacks from the enemy. So very interesting um, character. The last one for this segment is going to be J.K. Simmons. Um, his code name, or I guess alias in the film, was Mr. Pancakes. I'm always, you know, very, very, um, I would say, like, enamored. But, like, if there's a movie with J.K. Simmons, I'm definitely like, okay, this is usually going to be something really good. Uh, huge fan of him in Law and Order. Burn After Reading, he's also in that. So with this film, uh, it's cute because he plays um, what I would consider, uh, you see him as the average white liberal who's really bought into the far left ideology. The very aggressive extremist side of it where they enable destructive behavior they um they carry guilt and shame they're overly empathetic and just very very um you know methodical about pursuing the american dream but this portrayal in the film it shows the um the negative pursuit of the american dream willing to take again to utilize the resources that the elites and um, 
the more corrupt aspects of achieving financial wealth and gain, as well as, like I said, enabling bad behavior. You know, so if you watch the film, you'll see a couple of examples of how he's um, coming alongside another character who has just been a perpetual negative, you know, essentially just a jerk. And he's trying to connect with him and show support and sympathy when he's just been consecutively destructive and negative. So that's what we see a lot of times with politics. And it's not even just the far left. It could be on, you know, the, the extreme opposite side when you're just so completely politically obsessed with your party that um, you are, you know, you don't have your moral compass. It's just pursuing your earthly desires at the cost of, um, you know, the well-being of others. Or if you're okay with taking or stealing to obtain these things. And, yeah, again, excusing the bad behavior or the criminal activities. You know, these things seem innocent enough, but if you have enough people doing these things, that is what slowly dismantles the communities and, you know, breaks down the, um, the, the work and progress everyone's trying to make to establish something for themselves and make this country what it is. So, bringing that to light. So, with that, um, that was the first segment I wanted just to touch on. The Tom, sorry, Tom Hanks character, the older, humble Christian lady, and Mr. Pancakes, played by J.K. Simmons. So, give you a chance to think about that for a moment and um, reflect. I would hope uh, if you have, you know, any free time, if you're looking for a good movie recommendation, highly recommend The Lady Killers, Dark Humor, Stars Had to Cast. Can't get enough of it. I've been a fan of it since the very first time I saw it back in high school. So, again, highly recommend The Lady Killers. With the next three characters I'm going to discuss, I know it's going to be very controversial. So, I will try to tread on this very delicately as possible. So, Marlon Wayans plays his character great. The um, represent, I would call it the represent, representation or caricature of the hashtag BLM or Black Lives Matters movement. This is, um, we've seen that it's been proven to have, um, in many circumstances, has been a scam. There are actual legitimate Black Lives Matter programs and movements that have benefited the communities of color. But the one that was pushed so heavily by mainstream media with the hashtag and protests that ushered in a lot of um, the protests turning into riots and cities burning, you know, that movement is where this character is exemplified with what happened that we saw in 2020 in the different cities that saw a lot of destruction as a result of the protests that turned into a lot of riots. So I compare his character to that because um, throughout the film, you know, that's what his character, he was in the actual establishment that was intended to be um, infiltrated, to be robbed. So inside man, as well as throughout the film, he has the negative black stereotypes of the character and how they, you know, handle themselves, the violence, the threats, the cursing, the bad work ethic, getting fired from his job, just you know, and then Mr. Pancake, the J.K. Simmons character, is coming alongside of him, trying to connect with him and relate and encourage him. 
where we've seen this, the white liberals apologizing for, you know, things that happened in the past, the black guilt, etc. So here we are today, uh, modern society. We can see what has happened with the aggressive movement and how it has, we've seen it, how it kind of destroyed communities and didn't fulfill promises. So that's the character with Marlon Wayne. He does a great job playing it. After that, we have Ryan Hurst, polar opposite, hardly says anything. This gentleman, and I don't, if you don't recognize the name, he was in Remember the Titans. He was playing on, he was the quarterback, I believe, or the captain from the school where it was um, for whites. This is maybe segregating with Denzel Washington, trying to segregate the football team. So he was the white gentleman, and he's playing a complete, like, um, special needs, simpleton, like, cause his nickname is Lump, you know, he's literally physical muscle, that is the only one actually tunneling in there, he's doing all the physical labor, and clearly he's very, very simple, and they're taking advantage of his physical abilities, so a lot of people here, they've gone through the school systems, they've been fed information, they realize that there's a problem, there's injustices, uh, but their tactics are being used to usher in a more destructive plan and they're sitting around watching you guys do all the muscle work destroying communities internally not really realizing what you're doing in the long run a lot of these movements are a lot of people who are just angry or they have been disenfranchised or they're they are victims to bigger problems and the solutions um, that they've been presented with in the long run will cause destruction to the communities like with the character lump he's tunneling he's doing all the work and everyone else is sitting around watching him and they're allowing a channel to access money that will take more from eventually everyone dismantling the country and society so i find it interesting though that the tactics that they're using is the, the division constantly pulling out the race card bringing out racism and any type of difference and the character that he plays in Remember the Titans, it was about unity. So I think it's very imperative and interesting that his character and the lady killers, Mr. Hertz, is like, doesn't say anything. He gets completely taken advantage of and used. And it's a complete polar opposite of the, the message that he was trying to share in Remember the Titans. So this is why I bring this up. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to people or these different movements. But as we can see what has happened in history with the different riots, that in the long run, instead of working together, it ends up destroying things. And if, get, if you're interested in watching a good movie, I think this one will pull everything together. There's still so much more that I haven't even brought up. But these are just major, again, caricatures or, you know, pillars of how they represent or how they've been interacting with society. So the last one that we're going to talk about is... Um, the Chinese gentleman, Mr. I believe it's pronounced Zai Ma, it's spelled T-Z-I, and the next name M-A, Chinese shopkeeper. Um, there's a hilarious scene where there's some people trying to rob the store, and they're saying, we want that donut money, and he's able to, like, completely beat them with, like, a couple of hand movements, like a trained assassin type status. So, he doesn't say much in this movie as well, kind of the polar opposite to many of the characters, like, Mr. Pancake is like an explosions or a demolition expert, and the Chinese gentleman 
is um he has different tactics and abilities as well very very quiet and private so um the reason why I find it very interesting, though, is we don't know, know too much about him, but he's very, very good at what he does, and it's very mysterious how he operates and how deceptive he can be to the older black lady. She's very adamant about not smoking in the house, and he somehow manages to get away with doing it and just, you know, ignoring her rules. So it's interesting that, again, talking about what's going on in the United States and how so many things are being dismantled, one of the tactics is the Chinese government does own TikTok and has already been proven to cause um, lots of problems with um, developing minds and the addictions of smartphones and how TikTok can enable mental illness and um, by promoting and even time, sometimes glamorizing different types of conditions, the ideas are getting spread. So this is something that's already been displayed as a psychological warfare weapon, TikTok, owned by um, China. And also they own the largest pork manufacturing planner industry here in the United States. So it's just a couple of things that China has control over and um, I'm not going to go too far into it, but also um, I do have another movie review on the movie Hero, a Chinese form film. So if you're interested, if you want to go down the rabbit hole about some very interesting things about China, I definitely agree with some of their tactics, and this may seem like I'm going off on a tangent, which I easily can do and tend to do, but it's all very, very related because we see a lot of destruction, um, the promiscuity, the um, just the, the high amount of um, addictions, overdoses, health problems and conditions that we have. It's very um, disheartening that so many of this has been um, intentional it's been programmed through the things that we consume through social media and it's in complete contrast to what's happening in other countries and what information that they're feeding to their youth and their children so we need to find the delicate balance as always and how we should conduct ourselves have the right and freedom to live the way you want to in this country we also have to be aware that um other forces have um other opinions on ways that society should conduct themselves and if you're paying attention to history and the movies that are being put out there and the stuff that I'm trying to share with you I think you'll be able to see like um there how can I put this in a way where um I, I won't upset too many people because there's, there's no easy way to say this. this is why I come up here and do these live streams and try to give the movies or explain to what the movies are possibly trying to um, to tell you. It's essentially that um, as much as we like to think that we're in control, we have in so much power, there are clearly other forces that have different opinions. And so, like I said, there's going down a little rabbit trail. I keep talking about um, movies and reviews. The Giver. Is it possible to create a society where everyone can live at peace and get along and everyone has a job and a purpose? We can also still remember the past mistakes and learn from it, but still live in a respectful environment. Is it wrong to try to create world peace? Is it wrong to, to be complete unison and wanting to live? Absolutely not. It's beautiful there, you know, but is it done by force and compulsion or is it done by your desire to want to live at peace with one another? 
because it, there's a lot of places and people who will do things by force as opposed to you doing it by your own free will of love and charity. So things you need to consider why there are people who are out there deceptively trying to take you, take advantage of people, we don't know. So going back out of the rabbit trail, so that character, the um, Chinese-like assassin, quiet, mysterious character, reality, yeah, China has a lot of influence on the United States and a lot of people aren't even paying attention. So I'm bringing that to your attention. absolutely loved it, had a movie poster on the wall, uh, the concept that good triumphs evil is very encouraging, especially for the Christian, and despite reality, knowing that sometimes for the Christian, the ending isn't happy, you're always going to be persecuted, Christians around the world are getting killed, um, you know, so the thing is though, we understand that our, our peace and hope is found in Jesus Christ, and we know that upon our death, we'll be, you know, reunited with God the Father, you know, absent body, present with the Lord, we have that hope, we know it's true, so it's not really something that you can really threaten a Christian with, the fear of death, but at the same time, watching this film, it's, it is so interesting to see how a quiet, humble, ignorant, little aloof, little black Christian church lady, is not paying attention to anything, is still kept safe and protected and preserved so I never get tired of just watching this play out and the humor the fact that she is able to um, trigger uh, Gawain that was his character Gawain the uh, uh, Marlon Wayne's character she's able to trigger him at one point where he's like I can't I can't deal with her she reminds me of my mom like and his mom was in it you know would yell at him and stuff as a child and he took him back to childhood so it's interesting they brought the theme like that up and i love the soundtrack the the tone the dark humor just it's such an interesting unique story idea there's just so many other aspects to the film that makes it enjoyable the things you can learn about it human nature coen brothers always discussing these topics about um how people can just yeah be um how they interact with one another, which you can do and just fix things. So, again, check it out. The Lady Killers. Final thoughts on it. Um, five out of five. And, yeah, with that, let me just give you a quick follow-up for tomorrow. Everything goes well, God willing. I'm going to share a biblical perspective on the book of Acts. Verse, um, chapter 19, verses 11 through 17. So I'm going to do a little bit more Bible reading, giving you some, a little bit of um, a, a story that I personally had not even really paid close attention to. I try to listen to the audio Bible first thing in the morning, you know, and I came across this situation, the book of Acts, never really considered it. So if you have some time, definitely take a look at it. I'm going to go into more detail on Sunday do a podcast release and a follow-up if you didn't hear yesterday on the 22nd of April 2022 Friday I did one on the rising trend social media and the rising trend of 
cosmetic surgery, especially to young people, taking in edited photos from their filters on their phones, getting plastic surgery. So I did a quick talk on that yesterday, and Burn After Reading with J.K. Simmons, another Cohen's brother movie, brings up an issue about plastic surgery. So another interesting dark humor movie talking about the human nature, our human condition, and how how silly the world really is, how a little bit of gossip and a lot of, you know, infidelity and dating and, and insecurities and just paranoia, guilty conscience, all of these things can affect others and others' safety and well-being and how it hurts people and miscommunication and how it can be so destructive. So maybe I'll do another review and do the burn after reading or something. But uh, at any point in time you're consuming you're consuming this content. I can wholly hope you're doing well. I appreciate any listeners out there who have managed to keep up with me and my inconsistencies. I appreciate you guys being patient with the stammering and the awkward pauses. Lots going on, a lot to talk about, but I appreciate the opportunity to share these insights with you, hopefully give you something to consider, food for thought, new perspectives, new ideas, and um, I would definitely love feedback, and anyone who's interested in possibly collaborating, please reach out to me as well. So with that, um, I apologize in advance as always if I've wasted your time. I hope you're doing well, and with that, with that I will leave you, and God's peace.